Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Shut up. You guys want to shut up? Maybe take it into another room? Welcome back to the Matt Best Companion Show <laughs> on Drinking Bros, <laughs> where don't... I pretend I'm a smart announcer, but I'm not, because it's not announcing, it's commentary, and I'm getting drunk yes. at 2 p.m. 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. Look, we're live from Las Vegas, uh, right outside the McGregor fights, McGregor. where it all took place, and then fucking Tiffany Hart runs down, runs in, into him in the lobby with his whole family and doesn't even bother to go up and say, hey, Connor, you should come up and do Drinking Bros. Instead, she's breezed on by. Did you give him a... Oh, yo, they got him for bro hats. God, could you imagine how pissed we'd Wait, be? Wait, I thought I'm yeah. doing another episode of Broettes. This is this is not. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Drinking I mean, Bros. You guys are great, show. but they're a little more pretty than y'all. I know. You know a lot more. Got to give it to them. A lot more. As always, we are brought to you by MyBookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros. Doubles your deposit all the way to $1,000 at MyBookie.com forward slash Drinking Bros. You can get your fuck on. AKA start betting on the Super Bowl because that's the biggest that's the biggest fuck show of the year, man. Are you impressed here? Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. San Francisco 49ers. Best offense. I know who's going to the Super Bowl. How much do you impressed? Impressed? I'm really impressed. You know when that. you uh, you're going back to see Jared soon, right? To do another show. With yeah. Him? Ask him who it is, and I'll, I'll fucking give him 20 bucks if he knows. The no, the, the weird part is, is he does, because we're sitting with John oh, um, Kavanaugh. Okay. He, somehow so he Jared knew sports, and he's like, man, and he dropped some weird fact about sports, and I was like, who are you? Yeah. Yeah. The only reason I know is I watched the whole, uh, the what is it, NFC Championship on yeah, yeah. or AFC, whatever it was. Yeah, on NFC, Sunday. Either way. Yeah, yeah on Sunday in the plane here, so I watched the whole game. Mm. It was great. It was um, a great game. Best yeah. offense versus best defense. The point spread is one. It's also an air raid offense versus a fucking ground and pound offense too. Mm-hmm. There's a Let lot me of drop some knowledge on you too. This is the first time since Super Bowl one that the Chiefs and the 49ers have faced themselves in the Super Bowl. Look at that. Look at that. Can someone Google that? I'm God, not sure that's damn it. You, you have nothing in front of you. Did you just make no that computer? Up? No, no I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Mm. Uh, that is accurate, actually. Because Green Bay won two and three. Yes, they did. They did. It was uh it was Chiefs, man. It, it was, was nineteen sixty and then sixty one and sixty two, I think it was Green Bay or some yeah. shit. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been, uh, it's gonna be a fun one. Whenever the point spread is one, that that literally means it's a fucking coin toss for who that's, they think it's that's that's a win. lot of respect for fucking San Francisco's defense too. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it over and over. Everybody's like, I don't know, I think this offense might be a little too good and they just fucking come in and shut him down. Yeah. Mahomes, I mean, Mahomes is a beast, bro. Yeah, he and the that's that he's a game changer with fucking uh, McCole Hardman and Tyreek Hill on the same team with a guy like uh, uh, Mahomes throwing the ball around. Goddamn, dude. Well, that's why. How do you it's put a defense a together when it's like you don't know it's passing, running, exactly? Or, yeah. Well, and I mean, you he guess. can run too, and you, you guess. guess. But they yeah. they do those. I was watching, and they set up those different um, formations in the way that they're playing. It's just brilliant coaching. Yeah. It's, I mean, usually you have a standard like either four three or three four, which means there's either three down linemen or four down linemen, and then the opposite number of linebackers. And you right. do whatever you do in the secondary, but there's all these different covers, man coverage, then cover two, cover three. Mm-hmm. There's all this other bullshit. There's nickels. There's a, like you're right. It's 
the I don't I don't envy offensive or defensive coordinators in the NFL. No, that game is hard as, or that job is hard as fuck. Plus, and, you 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 bear all the weight of bad decisions immediately. Like, what the fuck was he thinking right and there? And to my knowledge, the best offense has never faced the best defense in the Super Bowl. So you'll finally have the answer of what wins: a good offense or a great defense. Well, who did Who did the Ram the Rams play when Warner was there? Uh, Dirty Curdy. They yeah. played uh, the New tight? England first, and uh, they lost mm-hmm. on a field goal to Brady. Yeah, but that was a shootout, right? Eh, it, it was, was pretty it? close. No, um, I mean, like it was a higher scoring game. Yeah, I want to say 30-27, somewhere in there. But they played the Titans too, right? Yes. and uh, The Titans made, uh, they they lost the, by one yard. That was the infamous they, game they lost they by one yard. They probably had like what the a top five defense that year, the Titans. Yeah. So it's come close, but I don't know if it's ever like – Halfway through the season, it was the Patriots they had the best defense, but San Francisco clearly demonstrated that they are the best. Oh yeah, going through the, down the stretch and now in the playoffs, Bosa's tearing people's anuses clean out of yeah. their body, and Sherman's revitalized. Yeah, I thought and, it was a game. That sounds really aggressive. Well, it's more than a game. That, it's that can, a lifestyle. That can be Rectal a game. Ripping, dude. Yeah, that Double can be R, a game. Man. Have you ever done? You've you've wrestled before. Have you ever done a three finger butthole drag? Like if a guy stick him in there and pull him off, yeah. yeah. Oil check, yeah. Like if a guy is fucking posted up too good and you can't get his legs out from under him, you just fucking Listen, jam. If it's a his street butt. fight, I'm sucking a dick. For him, <laughs> <I think. laughs> You're like, hey, hang on a second, sir. He's like, all right. He's catching his breath. He just start undoing his belt. And he's like, um, are we fighting? Are we fighting? Because yeah, it seems like how we're I, fucking. We're about to fuck. This is a great thing. Right before you fight, you just say you're going to suck that dick when I knock you out. Justin, and then it really tees it up to be awkward. Justin <laughs> Governor told me that once. Like some guy was trying to fight him, and he was like. I'll suck your dick right now, you piece of shit. What are you going to do? And the guy's like, what? And that's why you should go to <laughs> mybookie.com and do whatever drinking bros, you know. you goddamn right. Thing. Well, so here, here's the thing. Because the, the Super Bowl is two weeks from now, right? Okay. So, so next week, we do this Super Bowl show. We do it every year where they have 100 prop bets. And a prop bet means coin toss. Who How long the, the national toss? anthem yeah. is going to, to last. Yep. I, and this, I hate to say this, and I really don't mean to sound racist. Every time, because I always bet it every year. If it's a black, if it's singer, a black singer, because I they, bet the over. They add more jazz. They add a little more fucking substance. To a little the more umph to it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, see ya. You know, Can when you I look see? at the national anthem, Ross, I don't care what person of color, ethnicity, or culture says it, as long as they believe in the national anthem. And get and the, the words American right. Flag. Yeah, yeah. I who love cares it. what the fucking tone Same is, here. dude? That was are me really, taking a political really statement arguing? to not have to comment on that. No, it's, yeah, it's funny, yeah. loser. But it's, if you're betting, you've got to go on race. But it's funny. That's true. It's, I've seen even white singers do it too, and they do that. It oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it depends on who it is. If it's Xtina, if it's Christina Aguilera, I'm going over. Yeah, yeah. I'm going over on this shit. Ryan Carey, I'm going over. It's funny to me how many people get butthurt about alternate singings of the fucking national. Like, nobody got mad with Jimi Hendrix playing on the guitar. No. It was like one of the most famous fucking versions of the national anthem of all time. Everybody was on acid. That's true. Um, this one's a harder one. I'll tell you why. It's Demi Lovato. So it's not white. It's not black. I don't know what Latino singers do I would bet for the, the under. Anthem. I would so, say the under. She's a pop singer, but she's not a great... Let me fuck with your guys' brain. We're going to go oh, down a rabbit hole yeah. here. I can't wait for Will this. Will Loomis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Went to high school with him. Okay. Played some music with him. He was in a lawsuit for five years with Demi Lovato because he had this song called Red Something Box, and the producers of her song stole his band song, the, the melody, the mm-hmm. chorus melody, 
and then made into a, a you know a hundred million viewed freaking song. And so he's in a lawsuit. And they try to come in and pay him fifty thousand dollars cash to walk away, and he refused to. It comes from a rich family, yeah. And I think they're still in in talks, or at least he got paid or something. But so, so Demi Lovato is not that great of a singer. She's just a B minus singer. So I think she's going to be the under. Uh, Weird way I got there. Yeah, there I agree with that. I I, I I don't know if I would say she's a B minus singer because I don't know. I've never heard her without all of her fucking production right, happening, right. but. She's not one of those. She's not Christina Aguilera, who's known for having a set of fucking pipes. She's pretty goddamn good. Um, but but here, here's like what Antone she's no Pe- Christina Aguilera. On Tony Pinch, she is, but that's a know. different style of singing, right? Like she's not fucking out of key or anything. No, uh, but but it's going to be close on that over under. have you sh- looked? At, what is it? It's not up yet. So mm-hmm. it'll be up soon. They're they're doing all of the prop bets now. Again, D'Anthony and I will do a whole special next week about the prop bets for the Super Bowl because there is a lot. Right now, here's what we know. We got the the spread is one, minus uh, one for Kansas City. They're the favorites. Um, and then the over-under is 56. So uh, And then the first half is 26. So I was down in Sportsbook here at Bellagio looking at those numbers. First thoughts before we get into this for next week's show, I'm taking KC and I'm taking the over in this game. Yeah, but I might take the under in the first half mm. because KC's been getting started later and later. Yep. And you saw in this last game too. It's funny because I was sitting there watching the game and I'm watching. I like to watch comments online as I'm watching the game to see which ones age well and which ones don't. Yeah. And uh, Titans fans were getting very excited at first. And I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, enjoy the first half, guys. Because that's all you're going to get. <laughs> yeah. as, soon as, as soon as Mahomes' fucking legs warm up, you're done. Yeah. And he starts throwing the ball around. You're done. I mean, it's like fucking... Uh, and it's warm I, weather. They was, don't have to deal with any of the first guy show. score the touchdown. It was like some 50-yard run that Mahomes did. And, and so, that, and, and, cut, interestingly come, enough, come back, right? yeah. the, the odds on these, these prop bets, you can pick the guy who's going to score the first touchdown. Yeah, the, Interesting. the, the yeah. one person on the field who scores the first touchdown, which team scores the first touchdown, all like... There's a hundred. There was a few years ago, um, I believe it was in that, that Denver game, uh, the last Peyton Manning one, the first score was a safety. And really? it hadn't happened before. And there was some motherfucker in Vegas who put a grand on the safety, and it was like 50 to 1 odds. We made it. Dun, 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 dun. But that's, yeah. how, that's it, how deep it gets. Not to get weird, guys, but I just refreshed UFC. Uh, Adesane is fighting uh, Royal Romero. Really? Oh, for a title good. fight at, that's a 85, right? No, 70. 75. 70. 70. 75. Yeah. Somewhere. No, 75 is not a weight class. 70. 70. Jesus. Middle. How exciting is that? That's fucking Great. Dope. Fuck that thing. I'm drunk. Whatever. That's fucking awesome, man. Uh, look, speaking of UFC, we were all here for the fight this weekend. Yeah. Um, you got to chat with McGregor's trainer, which is fucking phenomenal. Because um, I think he was in your hotel, right? Yeah, he was staying here at the Encore where I was staying, and, and for, as fortune would have it, I just walked up and saw him, thanked him for, uh, or congratulated him on a great camp, and, yeah. and uh, had a mutual friend actually sitting with them, and she's like, Matt, and, and um, sat down with her and her husband and John and got talking shop, and we actually did a Free Range American, which is our new podcast, yep. which will be published on Drinking Bros and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, sat down with him. That was, that was really cool, and it was very interesting to see the psychology behind this camp comparatively to the Khabib camp and how much trainers and coaches really participate Mm. in the ring and that's kind of the talking points we were hitting on like a lot of people think it's all up to the dude in the cage to fight but so much goes into that let alone the people that are cornering him and then right i I made a joke to john because you could see him when mcgregor was finishing cowboy with that left hand he kind of shook it and and took a pause and then and then then picked his shots to finish it because he was getting kind of that Mm. overzealous 
which has been a problem. In it's been a problem for him. Nate Diaz one yeah. kind of went because too hard and gassed. Connor's best for all of his intensity and his like you know fighting skills. His accuracy with his left hand is what's won him most. Ridiculous. Of these fights. Yeah. So that's a that's a that's a really good insight. I, that's. And but you can fun. see him, and I asked John, and John was like, "Yeah, it was." We told him, "Calm down, breathe, breathe, breathe." But that, you're, when you say he away. told him that, he told him that he's like yelling that into him into the octagon at, during the fight. Now he didn't tell him. I'm sure he told him before. No, no, no. He, during yeah, he yeah, was, yeah, when he's like, during him, like yeah. breathe, yeah, yeah. pick your shots. Or but anybody who's listened to and look, I fucking don't give two shits about NASCAR. But anybody that's listened to NASCAR, you see that shit all the time. Like the guys in his ear all all the time telling him what yeah. to do. Yeah. Like, hey, you got number four coming up on your right hand side. Shit like that. I mean, it's. Why would you not be doing that? Yeah. But, I mean, but you look, don't think about it when you're just a fan. You're just like, oh, they train him and then that's it. it the interesting yeah. part about it to me, because you got to hang out with him. We did. We had John Anik on the show. Yeah. John's a legend. Friday night. He's um, so good. All of us collectively had, had picked McGregor to win going into this fight. The odds were three to one here in Vegas. I mean, we bet yeah. on it. Um, the one thing that no one can agree on is who he will fight next. Who do right. you personally think it is? That's a hard one because the press conference, you know, um, McGregor talked in multiple interviews and kind of had different situ or, or perspectives on who he'd fight. I think it's it's right now it's down to two people: the trilogy between Nate Diaz mm-hmm. and then um, kind of a crazy fight, which I would prefer over the Nate Diaz fight, which would be Justin Gaethje, because he's very similar to Eddie Alvarez, but mm-hmm. he's got a little more head toughness. Great wrestler, so is he going to implement his wrestling, or is he going to strike like he's done previously with strikers? Like that's a more fun card for me rather than watching a trilogy of Nate Diaz. Like it goes either way. We know Nate's going to get fucking tagged in the first two rounds. He's going to come back, put the fucking gas on in the third mm. round, and then whoever can live the fourth and fifth rounds is going to win. Because yeah, but if it's not a championship fight, there's only three rounds, and Nate doesn't fare that well true. against strikers in those because that's his strategy. He wants to get people. Well, the last one into was the five so-called. rounds, and they that didn't, one was, yeah. and they yeah. didn't. It wasn't championship. So I, if they that's do, a, true, yeah, if they yeah. do a rematch, it's going to be. It's got to be right. I think the first was was it three? Or? It was the first one was three. It was yeah. a standard fight, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's his thing, and he said that, and a lot of the analysts actually said that after the last uh, fight with Diaz and Masvidal, he's like, Ma- like Diaz wanted to get into the fourth and fifth rounds. That's what he does because he knows he can outlast anybody. He's like Steph Curry; he never stops running, right? And he's going to be at Diaz night. with Masvidal and getting to yeah. Like he he, yeah. he they he felt like the fight got stopped early. He's like, look, I'm just taking shots. I, you man. know, I disagree with like, that. It's like where I pick on the, the the MMA fans is because like everybody was like fucking getting so pissed about that. But I'm like, it, it was a New York based doctor, which they've had a, a death in boxing out yeah. there, and Recently, it's yeah. obviously. But it's like it's up to you not to necessarily take damage that will make you stop the fight. And it was a yeah. You can you can yes or no it, but that fucking cut was nasty. It was pretty him. nasty, and, and he yeah. stopped him, and he got the better of him in like an. Every exchange, he other was, than a couple rights and a left in the pocket, Maswell came in stronger. Yeah, than For, like it was. It wasn't even. I felt like Diaz was outmatched, but we never saw him actually get into his game plan either. So you never know. But, but I mean, three rounds but like that—that's a standard fight, yeah, and yeah. you whoop that ass for three you're, rounds. You're, and you're like, okay, that's a caveat because you wanted to see more, and you're yeah, a fan yeah. of. And you're, I love Nate Diaz, but like, I do too. Yeah, but you're right. He like even if that's your game plan, you have to know that if you look defenseless, they're going to stop the goddamn fight. Of course. Or yeah, whatever. And for me as a fan, when I watched it live, I was pissed that they stopped it. When me I too. watched me the too. playback, me too. Um, when I watched the playback, I was like, oh man, he, he was fucked up and I think I think they had every right to stop but that I fight. Get it, I was ready to come on. Dude, body, I get dude. it, but Nate Nate's a fucking tough dude and he sees himself that way. He's like, look, if I feel like I can continue, I should be able to continue. That's probably what's going on. His, you know, he's a goddamn gangster in his head. That's how he yeah. thinks. Right, but, th- but that's, I think there's a larger conversation there. It's like, at what point do you let fighters not 
kind of define their own destiny because Nate Diaz with that fucking chin, he's going to go out there and literally be punch drunk if, if the yeah. UFC let him. Yeah, yeah. No, and it's he, like at one point you're like, dude, we, we want to see you, Nate, when you're 60 years old, have yeah, a successful, yeah. loving relationship and be a father or whatever you want to do with your life because you're a fucking CTE, legend. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want you to have CTE yeah. and fucking have brain swelling. Yeah, bro, but so. he's, I mean, I, Cerrone's the same way. Not that he intentionally takes strikes, but he's not afraid to. And he's he's the goddamn. If anybody, not that he's ever reached the success that Rocky Balboa did, but that he's a Rocky Balboa type. He's like, look, we're gonna hit each other and see what happens. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which is that's why that between that and how humble he is, that's why people love him. Like, well, I love even, I love even Connor didn't talk shit to him. No, do you hear McGregor? I love that he's like, there will be blood spilt, but it will not be bad blood. And I was like. <laughs> yeah. And I, I talked to John a little bit that I was like, whoever teed McGregor up for this fucking camp, man, like what a fucking rock star. Yeah. <laughs> he went back to His like the PR old Connor ways, yeah. like stop drinking and just fucking yeah. crushed. Like it, you dude. can talk so a impressed. lot of, you can talk a lot of shit without actually being a dick. Yeah. Like Agreed. And, and he, and but just because of his, the brashness of his attitude, he's going to talk a lot of shit without even knowing it. Yeah. You don't have to add more, dude. Just do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and to me personally, like a lot of people bitched about a forty-second fight, and they were like, "How is it to beat a forty-second fight?" I'm a McGregor fan. I want to see dominance, and I want to see fucking knockouts like that. I was amped about it, um, but a lot of people were like, uh, "You're a my fucking bucks idiot worth. fan, all you guys." If you bitch about a fucking growing man killing another dude in 40 seconds essentially that's what i think and not another dude cowboy cerrone like that has every fucking record in the ufc for most Mm. fights most finishes with a head kick Mm. like the dude is a goddamn legend and connor put away in 40 seconds like you got to look at that and go that that that's what a time to be alive to watch something that's like watching fucking mike tyson fight or evander holyfield that's right yeah it's like old school tyson yeah yeah man it's fucking cool and people a lot of people think that uh that he's operated in some weak weight classes over the years and blah, 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 and all this shit. People, t- people always, but just because he's such a dick and has been such a dick, yeah. people try to take away from Connor every chance they get, but look, he's earned all of it. Well, dude, he's, he's the first person want. ever to have three finishes in three different weight classes, yeah. 45, 55, yeah. and 70. And, and the Double interesting champ. thing now I mean, for- he's done it all, man. All of the legends, both of them. And the thing right now for me, if we're just jumping to MMA, was like, yeah, the 55 and 70 pound division right now is so fucking exciting. You know, fucking, you know, dominant champion at 55. We'll see him against Tony Ferguson, which is just like fucking fireworks. Mm. It's fourth of July for me because I'm like, I don't know, like, you know, like Khabib's so good. But then you have Tony, who's such a creative fucking striker and and, and, and guy that is, is against wrestling. So good. And then you have seven with Kamara Usman, who just beat Colby Covington. Mm-hmm. So you have him still in the mix. But then you have Jorge Mostoval, which is probably fighting uh, uh, Usman, which is Dana White released. And then you have Nate Diaz in the mix. And you're like, what the fuck? 2020 for MMA is going to be such an exciting time. Like legit fucking fangirling over here it's gonna be a blast i was surprised after the fight that dana said the only fight that makes sense to me is khabib versus mcgregor too he said that yeah and that that was his that was his comment at the press conference and he goes that is the only fight that makes sense no i to think me. he said that about tony ferguson because they're fighting but the thing with 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 mcgregor which i love what he did and i don't know if you guys know this but like he fought 70 with cerrone mm-hmm. that was a 55 fight mm-hmm. yeah they both like literally hand shook and said, let's not cut weight and do it at 70 and we'll just come in here so we don't yeah. cut weight and fucking go through the fucking shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that that's teeing him up and McGregor with that finish, he's ready and he said it openly that when Tony and Khabib fight, what is that, in March, I think? Yeah. Um, if that falls through, he's he's prepping his whole camp to, to dive in because both of them have pulled out multiple times. So. Well, he's going to yeah. be in camps anyways because like but, he's he's got to fight Nate or, or 
Justin at some point. At some point, yeah. That'll probably be in the like summer. Months, I think he wants to return. Like but four months, maybe yeah. five months. He said summer. Yeah. But the cool thing is, it's like we're gonna see fireworks in fucking I think March, right? Because either it's yeah. Tony and Khabib. I mean, or Khabib and McGregor too, or Tony and McGregor. I'm like, yeah, oh either my way. God, yeah. Fucking. I I want to see. I want to see that Ferguson Khabib fight just for me too. Just yeah. just to see what. Uh, a madman striker like Ferguson does against Khabib. And I want to compare that fight to the McGregor fight. That's why I want to see it. Could not agree more. I want that fight to go. Yeah. What is this, the fifth iteration that they've gone through? Yeah. This yeah, yeah, injuries, yeah. fifth time it's been booked, man. I'm like, fuck. I it's close, it. though. It's like two months away. Yeah, but last time it was a week before. Yeah. I think he, 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 like, he fell off a curb, Tony did, and like broke his ankle or some yeah, weird some, shit. Some it was, weird. It's crazy, man. But yeah. I, that's, that's the one I want to see because if Ferguson comes out and gets absolutely dominated... Right, just for argument's sake. That's terrifying for you got, everybody. At you got it. Is then you got to think do, about like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna gain some weight and go. If you're a striker, especially, and, and yeah. you're somebody that like Ferguson can gain weight and probably fight in seventy. Like he he's he can hit hard. He yeah, fucking knocks yeah, people out. So he could I, if I were if I'm him and I lose that, I move to seventy because what's the point? Khabib's what twenty seven years old or some shit. Yeah, and he's yeah. gonna be around for another five six years dominating that weight class. If you if if he's that good that a striker of those two calibers can't beat him, then like goddamn man, what's the point? Well, I gotta admit, like so when I look at MMA, I always have like a good indication of the stylistically the fire that would beat someone. So it's like when I looked at McGregor and watched the Chad Mendes fight, and mm-hmm. I was like, if Chad didn't fucking roll off a weak camp and pick that fight up. I think he would have beat McGregor at that time. And then so I was like, a wrestler is bad for fucking McGregor, right? And yeah. so like, but Khabib, how good is striking what showcased in that fucking McGregor fight? I'm like, man, I don't, I don't know who beats that dude. Yeah, also like, though, I that was, I if think. If he beats Ferguson on the same way, who well, beats him? And then why do you want to fight him? I think, I, <laughs> I think the striking Fuck. caught Connor off guard. And I don't think anybody's going to get caught off guard like that again. But 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 that's you know hard I mean? to say because that's the brilliance of his his fighting. And like I'm not a huge Khabib fan, but mm-hmm. like he he tees you up for that fucking takedown. Yeah. Then he fakes it with that overhand Stunts, right. Yeah. Then you eat the right or the jab, and you're like, I don't want to get hit like that. And then he shoots the double, so yeah. you're constantly thinking of what your level changes are going to yeah, yeah. be. And that's why that is such a dangerous fight style yeah, because yeah. like a guy like McGregor, he's not going to shoot a double on you. No. Worry about the left hand, and that's even been proven to be difficult for people yeah i mean yeah. everybody knows it's coming and they still can't they still stop eat it. it it's crazy like it's he's he, I, I would love to see stats on it but he might be one of the most accurate punchers i've ever seen in my life fucking like shoulder I, strikes too bro the shoulder strike every man like, i got that was actually, fun actually <laughs> i was watching that and like the announcers weren't like oh oh big shot i'm i'm like sitting there going like Bro, those are huge shots. Yeah. Like when Sharon came back with his face, I was like, why are the announcers sucking like I know. fucking yeah. dude? Whoa. I've, I've seen people use that before to create space. Of course. That, yes. that was John, not, John Jones is one of the first pioneers of that. Yeah, yeah. Just but that he just like, like Connor was not creating space. He was doing damage to his face on every single one. Broke of those. his nose, I think. Yeah, yeah. Cerrone's face was all fucked uh, up. Kelly was DMing me on fucking you know, yeah, Kelly yeah, yeah. was DMing yeah. me on uh, on Instagram like, "Holy shit, are you watching this? What is he using his shoulder as a fist?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. He knew we were at the fight. He's like, "Is he doing that?" I'm like, "God damn, dude!" Which is cool because when we talked about John about that stuff and like uh, we were talking about the parallels between military training and the aspects of there's fundamentals that you have to teach everybody, mm-hmm. but then there's this sense of person like like personal development that you're so good at the things that you can't train in the gym. Right. like why you have intangible yeah. and like intangible skills. Yeah. yeah. Right. John Jones and why he's so good. And, um, John we were Jones laughing because he said something about in the Eddie Alvarez fight, how Con- Connor put his hands behind his back. 
and how fighting's not black and white, right? So we're talking about on a rule book, you would never put your hands behind your back mm-hmm. in an MMA fight. Mm-hmm. No, you're a fucking idiot. Why would you do that? Right. But then it's like you had these guys that think so high level and they have such a good fight IQ that it's yeah. like, well, I'm actually going to get him pissed off because I'm baiting him in yeah. to throw that extension of that right arm mm-hmm. and I'm going to counter with that left. And you see that even like those shoulder strikes. I'm like, maybe they changed that to create distance. But he saw it, felt it and goes, I'm going to fuck this dude up. You can and tell. Like, watch, the replay. Yeah. watch the replay Brilliant. after the first one. He threw the first one and he threw two more real fast and back way to back heavier. After that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two and three. He's like, were holy savage. shit, my my shoulder moved like eight inches right there. I can really get some force behind this. Yeah. And he like he caught him. Like he broke his nose on the second one, I think. And then the the third one hit him like right here, right in the cheek. The eye, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Right yeah. So it was like that. At that point, for me, the fight was over because Cerrone was. He was stung. You could tell that his fucking vision was starting to go. Well, and how many he, times do you see a shoulder coming at you? <laughs> yeah, it's not like I mean that's the thing. You you've you've been in fights before, like real fights. Yeah, uh, you train all the so time. So it's like the, yeah. it's not the like if somebody walks up and punches you with with heavier gloves on, they punch you right in the face. You're like, oh shit! But if somebody catches you here without your eye line seeing it, you get knocked the fuck out. It's the unexpected jolt to the brain that yeah. causes real knockouts. Well, and there, I think there's like such a psychological discouragement associated with that. We were like, when you work the clinch so much, like they're, yeah. and they're like, okay, I'm free. All right, I'm going to break, throw my elbow, throw the left, right. Yep. And then all of a sudden, there's like a fucking you're, collarbone punching and you're still you in, in the, the face. Clinch. And you're yeah. like, what is this asshole doing? You can't do, wait, that really hurt. Like, it, it's so I yeah. think, confusing because I've had that yeah. happen with like pros. They're just like, yeah. all of a sudden, they're doing some weird shit that I'm like, I don't like that, and I drop every yeah. game plan I've had in my it's head. It's like an old NBA player like grabbing on the back of somebody's jersey before they try to get a rebound and then jump yep. it over him. It's like little yep. it's games of shit. Just a little tug. Just yeah. a little tug. But it's, it's uh, I mean, shit. I, I remember watching the replays in slow motion, and he hit him with the first one. And instead of letting go of the clench, he kind of moved his hands down a little bit because I don't know if he understood what was happening. Like He wasn't still in full clench, but he was still getting his... like He was moving his hands. Cerrone was moving his hands backwards, but he still took two more of those shots because I don't think he understood what was happening right there no and and because it was so unconventional super unconventional and i know we're kind of deep diving this a little bit but i'm like a huge fan so uh it's this this sports show he even uh mcgregor like he overextended that left and even in the press conference he said i sent it too much he's like i threw it with such power because he caught him with that left knee and i don't think people knew what that left knee damage did by accident he came over and caught a cowboy with that knee and, and I think that teed up that whole sequence of yeah. events. And I think something people aren't paying attention to, when have you seen Conor McGregor throw fucking like five flying, flying knees in 40 seconds? Yeah. Never. Never. Yeah. And now that dude is like literally the second he caught him with that head kick, flying knee, mm. put him back, and then he did that overhand left that caught him. And I was like, I think it's a scary Mc- McGregor that's coming yeah. out here because he's not just left hand left hand he's yeah, like yeah. fuck you flying knee shoulders changing the game up so yeah, people yeah. aren't thinking about the other extremities and get caught that left fucking yeah. hand I mean it's like LeBron James when he came into the league it was like man this guy's dominant on offense but he can't shoot yeah. then he learned how to shoot it was like well he's the best player ever well <laughs> yeah. you know I, I, mean? I think the interesting thing about the MMA is when you come up with a new move right kind of like skateboarders other people pick it off. Like it's after a copycat the, league for sure. Yeah. After the yeah, Masvidal fights, when he came in with that flying knee kick, it was yeah. like, oh, now this can be a thing. You know, that's the like, fun, that is the funniest thing because I don't like Ben Askren. I think no, he, I think he retired. He, by the he's way, he's a out. After his yeah. next fight, he got knocked. Well, he, he lost out, to yeah. Damian Maya, which was like the UFC's version of saying Ben Askren can do jujitsu and wrestle, and then Damian Maya, who's like way older and a legend in the sport, just yeah. beat his ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, retire. You don't. don't want I'm not a fan of Askren, but anyways, that because of that. That was the funny, and I like Masvidal. He talks shit, but 
Like when you hear if if he and Diaz fight again, or if he and McGregor fight, they're gonna talk some shit. But it's gonna be like, look, each one of them will say, look, I know that dude can knock people out. Yeah, it is oh, what yeah. it is. Like that's what when that whole, I think maybe the the Maswell Diaz presser had something to do with how Connor handled his last situation too, because he saw that you can talk a lot of shit with each other and be have some animus there, but you can't. You don't necessarily need to take it that far, because those are two of the biggest dickheads in the fucking sport. Nate right. Diaz and fucking Jorge Masvidal are two of the biggest shit talkers in the sport, right? Maybe ever. Yeah, it was interesting. To I mean, see. I would say I would, I would, uh, you know, think. Um, sure. Think Without I, any inside knowledge, yeah, no. one would think. I think. I think confidence creates a culture in your head, and I think that McGregor was having such massive successes, mm-hmm. and. He got slapped in the face by, I think, probably the Irish people, America, that mm. were like, we don't like this version of you. And yeah. he realized how quick all of this can go away. And he got that good, humble moment. Now, for me, it's like, how much longer can we see this version of Conor McGregor? We, I don't know. It's funny. We were talking to the Diaz but, brothers manager the other day, and we were all just sitting around talking about what is, what's Conor going to look like? It? Like, What's his attitude going to be in his next fight? It'll be really interesting to see mm. if he actually did what you just said, yeah. learned that lesson, and now he's going to carry that forward. Because look, He's not old. He's still got half a decade of fighting he's left. Thirty-one oh, he years old. Yeah, I mean, you know he's in mean? his prime. Like he can. Well, he can and still not, it's fight. not like he went out and fought a fucking decision fight against Cowboy and snuck by. Like no, he had fought. a fucking highlight reel knockout that yeah. will forever be a part of his pre-fight fucking yeah. you know promotion. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, where do you, where does that lead him? You know, yeah. I think he'll be humble at least for the next one, but. Conor McGregor at that weight and that fucking confidence is a terrifying. I dude. love him at 170. I do too. I, I think his biceps just, are jacked, bro. Just I got stay at 170 on. and dominate that division, dude. Leave 155 alone, but his ego won't allow it. He, well, no, he's gonna want to go fight Ferguson or fucking Khabib at some point. Unpopular I, opinion. I, I think Kamara Usman fucks McGregor up, and that's a terrible fight for McGregor. So if you it's were watching it, home, he, was the, he was the one yawning. In it's going to be bloody. Row. Yeah, I fucking hate Kamaru Usman. Same I, here. Like, he's so boring, <laughs> and he like he tries to have this swag about him and this confidence and intelligence, and it's just like, he falls short every time. He's like, and a that's dude. saying something when I'm like Colby beat his ass. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you know, but uh, it's it's oh. the technicality of his fighting style versus. Right, I mean, yeah, it's 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 just velocity over yeah, power, and yeah. then it's like left, right, left, right, left, right, wrestle, yeah. left, right, left, right, yeah. left, right, wrestle, and you're like, it's a great, g- amazing, brilliant fire. That's why it's a world but it's like champion, watching the but... Patriots play, or it's like watching, uh, uh, you know, this this team just ekes it ekes it out. Yeah, it's like a dude. It's boring. It's, it's like not a, a, it's not a sexy style yeah, to watch. Yeah, but I don't know what to your point. I don't understand why he talks so much shit. I mean, he's winning and everything, but. It's like a dude doing layups and then like fucking. Yeah, I fuck agree with that. Yeah, it's like dude. you do a layup and it's like I'm the king of the game. Yeah, and like, like yes, you, you won the bitch. game, but you're like, fuck, man. Like, Should have dunked that ball. What are you it's doing? like I like guys like Pettis who out there and you just lost in that same card. But like every fight he goes out there, just like Cowboy. I'm like, Anthony Pettis I'm doesn't fucking give a shit, dude. Fireworks, yeah. bro. Yeah. yeah. You fireworks. know, you know, for a fact, he's going to run up on the side of the cage and kick somebody in the fucking face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something crazy is going to happen in every one of his fights. R.I.P. Henderson. Yeah, I know. No, it was. Who did he head kick? I forget. It wasn't Dan. No, it was Dan. It was Benson Henderson. Ben, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was, uh, that's, that's, that might be the best knockout of all time, to be honest. It's up there. It's hard to beat that one. It's yeah. Up there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's weird that he talks all that shit. Uh, not, not. Yeah, Usman. Uh, yeah, Usman. I, I don't get that. Usman, like, Usman. We're huh. sitting there in the show in the crowd. And I feel like Dana like, White's, you feel like Dana White's just sitting back at like the PI Institute and he's just like, 
how do we get Kamara Usman to lose? I like, even exciting is like, fucking send Jorge Masvidal in. Like, I know the bigger fight's Connor, but like, yeah, yeah, Masvidal go. I think that's a bad fight for Kamara. I, I, it might I be or for uh, for McGregor. You mean, yeah, it might be. No, I think Masvidal takes. Oh, you might as well. Yeah, he's look. So. That guy, his wrestling uh, defense is great. He's he stays on his feet as good as anybody I've seen. Uh, Bro, he throws. Bombs. bombs too, yeah. Like his his timing, I mean, and we saw we saw it with the fucking Askren fight. His timing, just generally speaking, is really fucking good. He's just a mean motherfucker, dude. Yeah. And I was I was asking John about that. I was like, is there a sense of violence? He called it confidence, but I think there's a sense of violence in these fighters that's just like you can't teach the hatred in Jorge Masvidal's fucking heart. But it's like you can't <laughs> teach that. Like the dude walks in, like what you fucking say, bop 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 three piece and soda, and you're like, yeah. you can't, you can't teach but some it, fucking suburban white kid how to fucking be a street Jesus. But it's like, like true. dude, it's but impossible. It's, it's like us though. It's the the guys who excelled as shooters and and Rangers in eighty second and special force and everything else have this like innate violence of action in their head. Like you, I've heard. Uh, who is it that I heard say this? Uh, it was one. Of, it's one of the UFC guys that you trained with over the years. But he was like, every time you get popped in the face, your reaction is to fucking go wild and start just throwing combos and shit. Cat in the bathtub, dude. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So it's like Fuck some people. Water. Some people get hit and they back up and regroup. Yeah. But you get hit and you immediately attack. And that's like, that's what uh, infantrymen do. Like you hear gunshots and you fire two and then you take cover. Right. You don't right. fucking take cover. You fire two and then you take cover. It's like in your fucking. Yeah, it's like brain. the fight or flight thing. Yeah. And it's, it, especially but, in MMA because people are like reserved and you even see dudes tap with like neck cranks and shit. And you're like, well, like Conor McGregor, for example. Yeah, like, I, I know that was... well, he knew he's losing that fight, and I'll give him. He's a strategist. He's a chess player. He's like, why yeah. get my fucking TBI and CTA increased when I yeah, can just yeah. tap yeah. and come back a better version of me? Like, I'll give him that. But yeah. Masvidal's not like that. Masvidal would have let him. He would have been like Gracie letting fucking uh, what's his name pass him out. Uh, no, he fucking broke his arm. What was his name? Uh, Matt Hughes. Oh when he yeah, fought yeah. Matt Hughes. He just kept bending his arm. And Hughes, you can see actually they talked about it after the fight. Not those two guys, but the announcers talked about it after the fight in a documentary that I watched. And uh, they were like, "Yeah, Hughes was sitting there saying, please give up. I don't want to break your arm.'" And uh, uh, homeboy said something profane. It's like go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. And then and it turned he, into that, warrior. This, this is when the plot of warrior. This dude. is when the guy he's like getting. He, I, that is the part plot of warrior. Yeah. Actually, that's have funny. you you seen that movie? Right. Yeah, it's a good. God one. damn it, that's one of the best movies I've ever seen. The Greatest. fight sequences were actually decent. Oh, yeah. they're they're incredible. He Tom, he goes all in. Gavin O'Connor is the director. And he Tom does is a, like Tom Hardy is a great actor too. The best. I mean, he's and Joel Edgerton. I mean, a great watch fucking Venom actor. and say that statement. That's again. true. Well, that that was a you got If you're if you're getting that money, you got to do a comic book movie. Actor. You know they're like, making Venom too right now. Maybe, but like, yeah, how do are. you fuck that up? Let's super tangent. Like, Tom Hardy's such a good actor, and it's Venom, like the most badass fucking character they out made there. Him and campy. he fucked it up. They yeah. made him campy. It's weird that they did that, right? It should have been a should dark I kill movie. This individual. It, it should have been cool. like the Dark Knight. It should have been, it like been a very dark. Yeah. Like Dark Knight's my favorite. Yeah. Like that's what they're it churning been. these scripts out so fast now. Yeah. What's it, Christopher Nolan no done? He could have handled that movie. He's like he should have done both. If Tom of those. Hardy listens to this. He's just gonna wipe his tears that we talk shit about him with hundred dollar bills. I, I'm sure his <laughs> back and hurts. Bert I'm more than all of them money made in their and whole a, life in one and a bunch exactly. of and a bunch of Burt Koontz t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, and if Tom, he has all of them. If Tom, you're out there and you're listening to this and you're, you're tired of sleeping on that bed of money, you can go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today and sleep on a more comfortable mattress. God, what a Great goddamn segue. Sleep Thank you. So good, it's scary. Uh, the thing about Ghost Bed is this. Uh, I'm not supposed to say this, but I'm going to. That 25% off everything in the store sale is up, but it's under Flash 25. Um, 
I, Homeboy was like, I think it's fine. And I'm like, eh, are you sure? You know how many people this is going out to today? Flash 25. You want 25% off of everything in the everything? entire store. Everything. Oh, shit. I'm uh, and, and it works with the pay-as-you-go program. So if you are in the 36-month pay-as-you-go program, no interest, you can still use this with that sale, Flash 25. Um, go there now. The deals are fucking crazy anyways, but this one is uh, its still on there. And I was like, hey, did, what happened? Did the tech team not take it down? They were like, not yet. And I was well, just like, Oop, all right, cool, man. Sounds like a them problem to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So go there. Go there now. Do it. Um, fucking Flash 25. You get 25% off everything in the entire store. Fucking I even did the ghost bed thing, and I don't even get paid. I don't have any stake in this game. Now, now you're I'm just a fan. <laughs> now you're over there buying a bed. On your phone I do. I have two ghost show. beds in my house. No yeah. shit. The best. They're great beds. I'm gonna get some best new pillows. The, pillow, the pillows, though. Again, like the pillows. And there's that six months of that scent they yeah. put in there. I know. I don't, I don't know, know what if, it is. You have to ask. It's like, like an aloe, or, yeah, or, or, or or I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's evergreen. Know. Let's just call it evergreen. We'll call it evergreen. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today for all your mattress needs. Next up, killcliffcbd.com. Have you had this? I've had one. It's the best. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not even weird. I just I've had one. I love it. I we love drink, CBD. We drink that shit every night. Love me some CBD. 25 milligrams in He's every He's trying to can. get you to send him a case is what's happening Is that what right you want? Now. Are you not, yeah. Are you, not paying shit? Are you not paying attention to what's happening? I'll send you some shit. They got two new flavors too. Perfect. Grape and uh, mango. The deals with them are this. Drinking Bros. Promo code 20% off. You 20% off a fucking case. Knocks that shit down on like $3.90 and you get free shipping. I mean, it gets you dropped off to your door. Killcliff is a brand you can trust. It's not like you're buying something with fucking Chinese writing on the goddamn can. You don't know what's in it. You will not test for THC. Uh, they realize, look, man, we got 80% listeners are military first responder. Uh, they're not going to do that shit to you. And again, Killcliff is famous as shit from Range 15, obviously. I bet Killcliff would go great in that massive vodka pour you just did. You Darren. know, it's funny you say that. He so doesn't at, have a mic right now because he's, he's, yeah. At the bar in Army-Navy game, they were serving Killcliff CBD and Tito's. And that was the greatest combo of all time. People were just getting rocked before the game. Yeah, but it's, it's really good. It, that once that CBD kicks in, you're like, God damn! All right, cool. I don't mind that it's raining out here today. That's that's what it's they should bad. do now. They should require that um everybody get at least one CBD alcoholic drink in their body. I think it would tone down all the fighting. Yeah, yeah. God damn. UFC presented by Killcliff CBD. Hey man, you just want to like watch some fucking Netflix and shit? <laughs> <laughs> Not presented by Killcliff CBD. <laughs> well, after the fight, you're drinking that shit. Go to KillcliffCBD.com, promo code Drinking Bros, 20% off. Uh, they ship everywhere, and it's free shipping with that. I want to talk about the purse disparity um, since you're here. Uh, purse disparity? Yes. You're, yeah. You were one of the biggest UFC fans of all time. Connor the made total three statement. Connor made... Three million dollars. Yep. Um, and the total cowboy made two hundred thousand. And the total pull was eighty four million. I think. Yes. So right. Yeah. It was. Wait, cowboy only made two hundred. Two hundred grand. The the rest of his contract was backloaded. If he got a submission, he got you know two two hundred thousand. If he got Double a knockout, knockout he got five hundred thousand. Yeah. Like yes, and it could have gone up to a million. Um, if he would have won, he did not. Instead, he walks away with two hundred, and you know. What we were talking about with uh, some friends of ours inside the game, we were like, yo, man, a training camp for a guy like that typically runs you 50. All right. So Cowboy's walking away with 150 grand after the biggest fight so far of yeah. of the year. And it's that's a hard one for me to swallow, man, especially with a legend like him. 
I, I have two perspectives on that. One, I think Cowboy is probably a little stubborn, and I mean that in a very reverent way in the sense of he just probably took the fight and was like, fucking, let's get it done. Let's do this because he had the utmost yeah. confidence. He in seems his like abilities. the kind of guy that in a negotiation, yeah. they'd be like, uh, we'll give you dude, 200K. He's, he's just, like, all right, cool, let's fucking do he's this. He's a good old boy, man. Yeah. Best in class, man. Such a phenomenal dude. Um, but the disparity with the purses, man, like, first and foremost, I'm a fucking capitalist, dude. I'm a fucking business owner. And it'd be the same thing of like me and someone else going to an event. And you bring 90% of the people to show up that pay a fee. And then yeah. you're going to split it halvesies with this dude. It's like, no, but there's creative ways to promote your own brand, your intellect and all those things that I think play into the fight game. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I don't, I don't, I think it's weird when overall, as the UFC becomes more successful, I think the fighters need to get paid more. And I think the Reebok deal is a fucking trash deal mm-hmm. because a lot of those guys that go down to Bellator, they get, they get matched their purses, if not more based off their sponsorships leading up into the fight game. So um, it'd be nice to see the fighters get paid more across the board, but yeah. I have no problem with fight disparity or purse disparity or whatever you're calling it because it's fucking it's crazy. Eighty four, you made Conor McGregor. Like, made eighty four million. I have Ireland fucking flew here for the fight. Yeah, and the local economy, the hotels, yeah, the gambling. It's like it's it's a fucking it's two hundred k for cowboy. Like that's it's low. It'd be nice to see him make at least fucking half a mil or something, right? Yeah, no, I'm on that. I'm just saying, just because like uh, look. At the end of the day, it is capitalism, and you don't want to prop anybody up, but a guy that's put that much into the sport... Agreed. You fucking take care the of him. The UFC should be like, let me give a couple more you points take, to this dude. You take care of him, because it's, yeah. it's penny... Like, in the in the, end, in the grand scheme of things, it's pennies. To yeah. give that dude $500,000 to do that fight, that's pennies to them. Yeah. That's irritating to me, because he's like... I think the it was, same. what, the, the fourth or fifth most gate of all time? Yeah. Um, like that, yeah. That they, they did it. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest but, or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. An- John Anik told us... Uh, and for whatever reason, you can I'm sure you can figure it out on your own, but uh, Connor and Vegas sells more tickets than anybody anywhere in any professional fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's interesting to me why why Vegas? Probably what Ross said is probably because you can you can come here on uh, like a vacation and it'd be an experience for you. It's not like if yeah. it was in New yeah. York, you can go do New York shit, but New York is not Las Vegas. Yeah, but like I think the Irish community like Vegas is dope, and they're like let's yeah. like dude. Let's watch the Connor fight come out Thursday. Party, yeah. party, party! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay till exactly, Sunday. I mean, yeah. Those dudes were like you can do that Sunday. in New York, but it's like you have to go to, New from, York. from one neighborhood to another yeah. and all that shit. Yeah. This is Vegas. Vegas. The whole town is a party, so yeah. it's like the whole town's a party. You're on the same street, New York. You could be staying anywhere. Right. First or 185th, you know. Yeah. And it's like great. Yeah, you can go to you know. It takes you 45 goddamn minutes to get down to the bar you're trying to go to. Fuck that. Exactly. So yeah. I think Vegas will always be Vegas. That's why Mayweather refused to fight fight outside of Vegas. They yeah. shouldn't. I think all the fights should happen here. Same. I mean, MSG is cool. I got it. I've been there. I've seen events there. It's dope as fuck, but it's not here. Yep. And it's not like I, I want MSG see is cool when you're in MSG. That part's cool, but then as soon as you leave, yeah, it's still New York. And New York is dope, but it's not where I want to go see a fight. I want to see a fight here in Las Vegas every yeah. single time. You won't see it in the foreseeable future, but I want to see McGregor in Dublin. Just to watch oh, the crowd. You imagine like, that shit? Like, what if like, he fucking be, loses? Be, the crowd might kill the fucking guy he loses to. That would be... Well, that's like when fucking McGregor wants to fight Khabib in Russia. I'm like, yeah. Nope. Bad well, idea. That one... That one we'll, we would, that's Rocky Four. Yeah, we'll that's see, how, we'll see how that works out. Can you imagine uh, Khabib fighting Connor in Dublin? And, uh, and either winning that fight or jumping out of the cage after... Like, if he had pulled that shit he pulled here... 
in 2018 in Dublin. Oh, he would have been, 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 probably been killed. He would have been murdered. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some former IRA guy <laughs> yep. would have pulled a pipe bomb and a fucking single shot pistol <laughs> who, out of his who the fuck are fanny you? pack. And <laughs> yeah. For Ireland. Yeah. yeah he shit, never would have made it out of that fucking building. I guarantee yeah. you that, right? No. No, he hasn't. Uh, what else are you looking forward to this year, sports-wise? I don't know. Just MMA. Uh, uh, is that it, all you get down on, is MMA? That's it. I mean, I watched the NFC Championship, like I said, but yeah, just MMA. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, well, Ryan Bader's defending his uh, 205 belt and Bellator, so yeah. I'm excited for that. I, I don't know his I love him. Yet, He's but. like the fucking coolest dude ever, man. Yeah. I legit great. have like, he, he, he's I'm not fighter. gay, but I like legit have a man crush yeah, on him. Yeah, he is a fucking fighter. Like, if anybody asks me, just like, because people ask sometimes about people we've interviewed or people who've been on the show or people who've just worked with Black Rifle, like, what's he like? I'm like, I've never met him, actually, but I'm like, from what I hear, the best description is that he is a fighter, and that's it. He's like, like he's a better version of what I want to be. <laughs> like no, like no shit. So I'm like I like to be a really nice dude and like athletic. And then yeah. he's like better looking than me, more fit than me. He's like a family man. Like mm. loves his wife. His wife's hot as shit. Mm. I'm like yeah. I think my wife's got his wife, but that's okay. Uh, but no, uh, <laughs> no. That, but he's, he's just a rad dude. So yeah, I don't know. It's just MMA yeah. this year, man. The, the, the reason I bring it up is uh, Bellagio was trending all day today. Um, number one on Twitter, and I was like. Were Check this out. I already know this. It's Were you bombed? Be- I was like, what no. happened here? They're trying to put the draft here. Oh, so they not only are they putting the NFL draft here, yeah. they're putting it in the fucking fountain fountains. Yeah. Downstairs. So there was a video. What, they're going to put platforms over the fountains? Well, 600,000 yes. people are supposed to be Holy in attendance. Sh- oh, we'll yes. be, we'll be here. 600,000 people. weird I know this? Yeah. That's amazing. My Uber driver told me on the way over. <laughs> 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 He's like, they're trying to put the, the draft at the Bellagio. 600,000 people are going to be here. That's all he said to me, so I just bullshit. So when the you. players get drafted, they're going to take a little boat over to the stage. Oh, God. Oh, fuck that's off. stupid, dude. And fuck off. I Because uh, yesterday we took a video outside of here. We saw some people in the fountain and they looked like they were just yeah. drunk wan- wandering I and i was like oh that guy's fucking hammered and got in the fountains he's gonna get arrested it turns out they were actually scouting for the nfl draft because that that's coming up in april got it um <laughs> and they'll what they're gonna do is shut down the strip let all the fans come and then uh the players will be on the stage in the fountain and i i mean jesus christ Jesse told me earlier, I, I she was like, like, you're starting to get real housewives the, of New Jersey with yeah, all this no shit. The whole man. world is slowly turning into like a WWE event, I feel like. It's, oh, yeah, you know, it is. Like, it is. year, NFL draft at Bellagio. <laughs> the fountains <Yeah>. go off. <laughs> Conor McGregor flies in on like an eagle. Like, yeah. like what's, Jesus Christ, <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> Punches fucking yeah. But that's Roger what, that's what we've come face. to as a society. I don't think it's good enough to just be an athlete anymore. You have no. to have social. Well, you're media. not. You're not an athlete. You have to... Ryan, Ryan Bader's not an athlete. Neither is Connor. I mean, they are, but they're entertainers. At the end of the day, like yeah. they. Oh, so yeah. the reason they were able to fight those fights and pay for the training camps and be that be their primary job is because it's an entertainment industry and they're entertaining people by doing it. That's what it is. Yeah, and it's for important sure. for people to realize that. Like, for as cool as shit as he is, Cowboy is not really a self promoter. He's like more like like us. Like we're fucking like vet- we we talked about this the other day, but veterans are notoriously bad promoters of their own shit whether it be like uh businesses or or like struggles they're going unless through. you're on a sports podcast and you want to promote the greatest book ever written thank you for my service co-authored by ross patterson and myself so you should check that out yeah so there, there, are, there are select people who don't <laughs> if have you a didn't problem. get it for christmas you should get it now amazon will have that to your house <laughs> in under 24 there hours there are certainly uh select people who don't have problems being self-promoters of course uh but for the yeah ma- the majority right. of us are not, and, and i think i feel like uh, 
a guy like Cowboy could have like he he fought like eleven times last year or some shit. Something it was, like it was, a lot. It was it, the record. It, it was like it was like uh, or six, seven, six or, or seven, seven yeah. maybe eleven times in the last two years. Yeah, no, yeah. he which he, is a, he was when you looked at that, it was like fights, every dude. fucking month and a half or two yeah. months. It was, it was eleven. It was I think it was eleven fights in two years. That means McGregor uh, fought like what once in two years in, yeah. in MMA or well, something. In yeah. MMA, yeah, he's fought. He's only fought three times since that he lost in September twenty sixteen. Yeah, or yeah. one in twenty. He has one. Yeah, yeah. Like he that so that was his last win. You and I were at the before fight. the last one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was in, in New York, York right? Yeah. Well, Eddie Alvarez, we were the, there for that one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. When uh, he won, dude. Uh, I mean, personally, I'd still like him to see. I'd, I'd like to see a Mayweather rematch just to do it. They're going to. Uh, really? Yeah, for yeah. the money, of course they're going Fuck. to. Is that real? No. So yeah. So uh, uh, Dana White and McGregor both said there are always in talks with Mayweather about a rematch, um, but. Mexican boxer, Jesus Christ, said Canelo, Canelo, yeah. Canelo. They think that fight's going to go down with Mayweather. No, Canelo McGregor. Oof. Oh, McGregor was going to get knocked the fuck out. In that I fight. don't want to see that. <laughs> he's fight. terrifying because like yeah. Mayweather doesn't have yeah. power, but he's a technical boxer. Canelo, yeah. like he throws like sandbags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I he's fuck, his dude. his his last several fights have been boring as shit. But like he he's not lost it's, his it's, ability to knock people out. It's weird. After, like, but after may, Mayweather may, cleaned I, his clock, I just checked out on Canelo, man. Like, I, yeah. don't, I don't care. I'm bored. And, and why can't you learn? Like, if you're going to be a, a global superstar, his deal was, what, 360 with 360 DAZN, for 10 fights, yeah. Which is the worst fucking name well, yeah, for but a They're, they're ever. saying that, it, like, the, the Canelo one could be uh, potentially, like, the highest watched. It's Canelo, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah Canelo. Um, yeah. It is. It would be the highest watched. It would because the of Latin America. America because, yeah, yeah, May, May, yeah. Mayweather brings Fuck. boxing fans from America, and Canelo's going to bring But the Mexican-Irish thing oh, yeah. will, will be intense. Yeah, but Canelo so. will bring all boxing fans. Yeah. Like, every single yep. boxing fan will watch that fight just because it's the overlap of all the countries that are Well, that's what McGregor's saying. He's essentially saying he is going to be a world champion in boxing. And I'm like, as a 0-1 and one guy, I love you, buddy, but like... I mean, I, I'm sorry. I think he could beat Mayweather because of the age... I agree, and I think he, he went might. ten rounds with him last time. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think he might be able to do it because of the age and Mayweather doesn't give a shit. Now Canelo's a different story, man. Canelo would yeah clean him out. It's hard and to I don't say how see that fight. It's, it's hard to say if Mayweather was just fucking with him, toying with him a little bit, because that's part of his natural strategy, anyways. He's like after he lost the ability to knock people out, he started. He, he became a chess player, right? Is there Alvarez yeah. in boxing? I feel like I is it Canelo that he's talking about. Yeah, oh. it's Canelo. Canelo, oh, Canelo biggest, Alvarez. So that's yeah. his last name. So it's yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like yeah. Alvarez. Yeah. Okay. But like, after May, like at some point Mayweather, I don't remember when it was. It was like uh, after his like thirtieth win mm-hmm. or something, or his twenty fifth. He stopped being able to knock people out. Like he just right. didn't have the knockout power anymore, and everybody made a big deal about it. And then he went on to win like all the rest of his yeah, fights yeah, yeah. too. But he became a chess player. I wonder how much of that McGregor fight he was just. Like a Nate Diaz strategy, like I'm gonna take oh, some hits, I'm gonna fucking bounce At around, least I'm gonna the wait around four or five rounds, right? Because sure. once he got serious, it was clear that McGregor was outclassed, and that's not a criticism of McGregor. This dude's been doing this shit for thirty years. Yeah, like you're not gonna and step best in. in the sport. Yeah, you're not gonna step in and automatically. But the still, even those last rounds when McGregor was getting beat, he's still a competitive out there. He's obviously yeah. a very good fighter, and punching accuracy in boxing is probably more important than it is in, in MMA. So it's that's that skill that is something that translates over there, but Mayweather, look, Mayweather's going to be out of money soon. Yeah, he will be. Well, that's what that's what yeah. Connor said. He's like he likes to spend his money and spend it fast, and so he's Real itching quick. to get back at yeah. it. Yeah, because look on that last McGregor fight, he owed the tax man sixteen million. Yeah, so the you know they held his purse, the IRS for Mayweather, and said, "Hey man, believe it." 
taking that 16 out, and then you can go fuck off with yeah. the rest of it, but we're well, taking ours. he fucked off with... Uh, what 300 million 284 million dollars yeah. <laughs> so problem is man right. he's getting older and that's not going to be there forever if he's smart yeah. he makes that yeah mcgregor part two fight i want i want to see i want to see quick. like i want to see back to back in the same month i want to see mcgregor fight mayweather and i want to see masvidal fight like canelo or pacquiao or somebody or yeah. something like that you know what i, mean? I was shaking because i had the piss real bad so uh, yeah yeah, yeah go, go. Yeah, go ahead. tinkle my pinkle uh just hey just leave a cup for us because we want to test it yeah, yeah. Want to test you on the sports show? We want to make sure everybody's clean. Oh, I yeah. thought you meant test the taste. Because <laughs> I already know. I, kn- I already know what the yeah. taste is. It's Jameson. Um, and uh, what, what, where's Pacquiao on all this? Because I've heard his name come up with Connor as all as well. Just yes. in case Mayweather falls through. Yep. But if if Pacquiao's in the conversation and, and Connor does fall through, then who does he fight? Is he going to fight a fucking MMA guy or what? So here's the thing. I think. Pacquiao would still beat. Pacquiao's great in his last few fights. Yeah, but he's surprisingly he he might win that fight by a fucking decision though. Yeah, just because he can land so many punches, like that's his thing. He's he's accurate as fuck too. Yeah, um, and he would throw a million. I've, he's he's a guy who throws close to a thousand punches a fight. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Connor would have to knock him out to win that fight. Yes. So I, I, I if it were to be Pacquiao, I still think Pacquiao beats Mayweather. I think Canelo beats. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. Pacquiao yeah, beats McGregor, McGregor yeah. um, and I think um, Canelo beats McGregor. God, he, I think Canelo. I think would Mayweather McGregor, McGregor would be really close. That, that's one I want to see. Which I think is it's funny. My, which my is funny for Mayweather. Which too. is funny because if Mayweather fought Pacquiao or 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 Canelo, not right now, but like in his prime, I would have bet Mayweather. I because he's think, a better technical fighter, but I think that Connor can beat him because of his style of fighting. So that that Pacquiao Mayweather rematch is still out there. And oddly enough, I think if it does go down, I think Pacquiao wins um, that fight. And I want to—I don't want to see Mayweather go out as the Rocky, our new Rocky Marciano. Yeah. I want to see a loss on his record. And I don't give a shit if it's McGregor or Pacquiao who takes out Mayweather. I just want to see that go down, so he can shut the fuck up and then go back to his strip clubs and be mm-hmm. bankrupt in six months after. Uh, I'm just not a big well, Mayweather I fan. Into aggressive statement. Yeah. Great. He's a piece of shit in real. I mean, who are we kidding here yeah. with Mayweather? Um, so. That's just me personally. Um, but there's a lot on the table this year. Uh, and again, no one's talking about how the marketing behind DAZN, how that is the worst name. They're hemorrhaging money. Maybe from what ever I made, and they're hemorrhaging what? money. D-A-Z-N. That's the boxing the, uh, yeah. channel that is now signed every fighter. They own Triple G. They own Canelo. Um, they're their own pay-per-view now. Dazen. It's D-A-Z-N, but it, they're pronouncing it DAZN, which sounds like a fucking pizza that Pizza Hut gives away right before the Super Bowl. Welcome into DAZN. Yeah. When your appetite's on the 10-yard <laughs> <the laughs> line, I haven't, like, oh, I haven't listened here. to any of their broadcasts, so I don't know if they say shit like that, make it puns. <laughs> we should do that, yeah. But, uh, man, I, I, I know I'm not alone when I say that I'm yeah. not listening to their fights. Cause Is no your hunger in the red zone? Yeah. Get DAZN. They, they, so they tried to be the Netflix of boxing, yeah. so they bought every fighter. <laughs> They own them. However, they're hemorrhaging money. So yeah. whether or not this gamble pays off or not, I don't know. But I think one of these crossover fights has to happen. Yeah, agreed. Um, to they get either more fans market. to the sport of boxing yeah. or more fans to fucking disown. But uh, it is what it is. Either way, uh, Matt, I appreciate you stopping by today. Of course. Uh, obviously, we're live in Las Vegas. Before I let you get out of here, what's going on at Black Rifle Coffee? 
every time I see you guys, you got the best fucking apparel and the coolest yeah, shit. Thanks. Um, there's, there's you're some, wearing the Whoopi hoodie right now. And there's some new flannels come, from Dixon coming out soon, right? Yeah, is that real yeah. or is that fake? Because a lot of people are posting like uh, fake pictures of well, what they I want. Black news. rifle. Fuck it, I'll say it on here. Yeah, you know we're always working towards uh, apparel and stuff, but 2020 has been a positioning year for us. And thank thank you for asking that, Ross. By the way, but there, there's some really really cool stuff coming out to include. The official release of ready-to-drink canned option black rifle coffee going to be uh, across all of the United Ooh, States. Is are it, you serious? Is yeah. It, is it, so we're going to be like brewed it, or cold brew or what it, is it? No. So it's it's going to be espresso with okay. mocha and espresso with cream. So a good uh, competitor would be like an S Bucks double shot espresso. Sure. So what we did is we came in and uh, built proprietary blend for a higher caffeine concentrate, higher protein, a little less calories. Mm-hmm tastes fucking phenomenal um yeah so we'll be in pretty much nationwide c stores coming by the end of 2020 no shit i'm amped about this i fucking hate starbucks yeah well it's it's just cool man because it's it's there's a sales channel that we're missing out on as far as people that are participation with the brand that don't want necessarily homebrew great like coffee they want to have an rtd option and it's the same thing you hear all the time like people are like uh, well, somebody will get a Starbucks somewhere and be like, why aren't you drinking Black Rifle? Like, well, they don't have a, a store here. They don't have a store here, so, we, so what am I going like, to do? It's a convenience it's a option. Process. I, I like, totally you get have it. To, that, yeah. you, you got to get yeah. that shelf space, and you got to get, yeah. get that brick and mortar space. It takes time, man. Give us some fucking time. Well, yeah, and we're looking at 20 stores this year. Yeah. Um, so we have a couple key franchises. And that's brick and mortar, right? Yes. Brick and okay. mortar. And um, we're going to launch those with some key franchisees and then set that mm-hmm. story up for success. And then running into 2021 will be the huge yeah. push forward to like – being a, yeah, yeah. A, a national known and, brand and j- everywhere. Just so, so all you guys great, out man. there know, like when we a couple years ago put that feeler out for uh, the franchisees, the the initial push was like seven thousand people responded to it. So yeah. if you haven't gotten contacted about it, just relax. Well, that's the hard thing. It takes like time. I email and I'm like, dude, we didn't know it was going to be that, but no, it was a proof no. of concept. It's got to be ten k by now because that was three. Yeah. That was three goddamn years ago almost. Yeah, and we have great qualified individuals. Yeah. There's some amazing people we're working with. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be a huge year for us, man. And I'm, then- I'm excited because it's one of those things where when you have a – the RTD, by the way, stands for ready to drink in case you know people yeah, at home drink. aren't it's in, a that, can of coffee. in that space. It's a, it's a canned good that you can buy yeah. in every single store. What I'm amped about is there is a lot of people on the road, especially with our show, yeah. uh, that travel, that work for a living. All they're doing is going in and whatever the closest convenience store yeah. is. And buying whatever's there. Yes. Monster, yeah. fucking Red Bull, whatever it is to keep well, them when going. When you walk in there, there will be a Black Rifle coffee can. It is like a kind of a take on the old Tiger Stripe and Multicam. Um, and it's fucking good. Hell yeah. We did a whole company tasting the other day. And it was like, yeah, everybody so, was like, holy shit. Like, yeah, we don't. I mean, it may or may not have been me that picked the flavor profile, but that's fine. It's you. Know, it's, that's not <laughs> no, it was just a great team effort, man. It's 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 dope. And I'm getting into some short films this year. I have a 23 minute skit lined up for a March release. No shit. It's me. Wild. What, what's the, what's that one? I don't know. Are you allowed to talk about it? Just, you know, it's, uh, Action filmish? It's trans Frank. It uh, will be. Yeah, yeah it's trans Frank. <laughs> <laughs> now, it'll be a take on uh, like veterans versus horror movies, how we kind of do that. But okay. I'm going Long full form. production, going to yeah. like direct it like I have a built a script. I mean, 23 minutes, and, that's a full TV episode. That's a half yeah, hour yeah, TV it is. Episode, it's a lot of shit. It's yeah. a lot of work. I literally, the second I leave SHOT Show, I go to a writer's retreat for uh, building up the calendar year, mm. and then I fly right to El Paso, and I'm filming the intro scene, which is like a dueling helicopters and some real practical shit, so it's going to be fun. Tell Pilot, me how that edit is. Pilot X is involved. Oh, God. In I'm editing it, too. It's going to be terrible. Tell me how that edit is, because even a 23-minute show, like, I've had, I've sold five of those. Yeah. Three months was about the quickest, and like 
even fuck MTV and IFC, they throw you like three or four editors. If it's just you, whew. Well, I'll, say I'll, goodbye I'll, to your wife. Yeah, I'll, I'll be piecing the timeline <laughs> together. I like I, Eli's in charge of VFX, and Gallagher will be charged some other stuff. So it will, it will be a teamwork for sure. But yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be busy. I bought a six thousand dollar Predator costume, so that's part of it. Just think about that. Oh shit! Listen to me, the dying to get to the job. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, hey, if if you haven't already subscribed to uh, BlackRifleCoffee.com's Coffee Club of the Month, do so. Promo code is Drinking Bros Twenty. Yeah, and if you're a nerd like me, sign up for the exclusive Coffee Club. And get that extra goodness mm. yes uh, mm. you're goddamn right plus you'll get uh, exclusive offers on the new apparel because yep. uh, there's a lot of people out there like hey man I-, I haven't seen that hat or that jacket or whatever man it's not on their site it would be if you signed up for the coffee club of the month so that's on you man uh, look yourself in the mirror today after the show decide what kind of man you want to be for Matt Best D'Anthony and D'Anthony Holloway fun. Thank I'm you. Ross yes. Patterson this is the Drinking Bros Sports Companion Show good night everybody good night